0: This is your wake-up
1: call. Wake the fuck up, up. The Breakfast
0: Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlamagne Tha God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society.
2: Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impact in the culture. They wake up in the morning,
3: and they, they want to hear that Breakfast
2: Club. The world's most dangerous morning show.
0: Being the mother-
2: Yo, 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 yo,
0: yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ and V. Charlamagne, the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. How was you guys working? Did you do anything at all? Come I on now. Lot, but
2: you, I just realized that at the end of that Breakfast Club intro, Kanye West says, "We in the mother effing house. We definitely we in the mother effing house until April 30th." Are. That's guess what Donald Trump are. says. Until April 30th. It's supposed to be Easter, but that won't be the grand resurrection for the economy. They say April 30th now, and
0: that's mm-hmm. we don't even know if that's the case. Yeah. Well, right. Not. Well,
4: we're, had we're had just following weekend. what's happening right now. So I guess that's what you have to do, right?
0: Well, did you guys at least enjoy the weekend, at least? I know Friday was like 65 degrees on the East Coast, so I was outside in the yard playing with the kids. I found a new show, Ozark, which is pretty good. What, are you, what I are heard was pretty good. Ozark was pretty good. I I'm, I'm just finished season one last night.
4: Um, I watched Uncorked over the weekend. That's a new movie that is on Netflix. They're actually, Prentice, who's also does Insecure, he directed this. This is his debut directing Uncorked. So I, I would great. recommend that. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. Nisi Nash is in it. Courtney B. Vance. Um, what else did I watch over the weekend? I don't oh, and then I got this, uh, other, this other streaming service called Shredder, and that's for horror movies.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Shredder, that's not like the horror movie version of Grindr. What the hell did they show no, on Shredder? That's pretty
4: good. It's all horror movies, and, so, and oh, they okay. have their own... Yeah, they have their own ones that they make; them their originals. But then they also show a lot of throwbacks. I watched In the Mouth of Madness last night, and then I wanted to watch this one called The Room, but I didn't want to watch that one yet by myself, so I'm gonna wait.
2: In the Mouth of Madness definitely sounds like it should be on Grinder. I didn't do nothing this weekend. I did the same thing I did all last week, which was read and have a good time. I did have to go, uh, you know, make make a trip to the grocery store yesterday, which was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why I had to go to the grocery store because I thought we went to the grocery store and you know got enough groceries for the for the for the next couple of weeks. But for some reason, my wife sent me out to the grocery store. So I was in the grocery store with gloves on, and I didn't have a mask. And it's amazing to me that people still want to say what's up and take pictures at a time like this. Really? <laughs> yes. It's very... White people live. Lo- White people live life on the edge, bro. So you know, my whole well, thing you do was it, short, six feet selfies.
0: Oh, six feet selfie. Six okay. feet
2: selfie. So it's gonna be. It might be a few pictures floating around with me looking stupid in the background, looking like I'm photobombing somebody's picture. But it's just me and the person. What did you have to so, get? How so, how was
4: the supermarket? Was there a lot of Was there a lot of stuff
2: there still? It sure was. Supermarket was fine. The funny thing about the supermarket. The only thing that was sold out in the supermarket yesterday was flour, toilet paper, toilet paper, and
0: Lysol. That's it.
2: Yeah, Lysol, flour, toilet to paper, and Lysol. I flour, to toilet to paper, those. and Lysol.
0: I had to go to one of those bodegas to get flour uh maybe 2 weeks ago one of them small bodegas. I, I just went to like one of them little sh- little shops in Paterson, New Jersey and they had uh like a little side stop and I got all my flour from there. It, w- it was difficult. Yeah, I got so a, what what I, did you have to go get? I got I got
2: some I I, I don't even remember. It was a lo- it was a long list of stuff, but it's just like little 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 things. Nothing like major. Like all the little stuff I guess you need to make things complete mm-hmm. like the flowers of the world. And and there was no flour. There was like a box of flour left that I got. And she's going to get mad at me talking about, that's gluten-free. As if we know what gluten tastes like. You don't know what gluten tastes like. Who cares if you got gluten-free flour?
4: I randomly bought flour this weekend, too. And I usually like to get whole wheat flour, but they didn't have any of that. They just had regular white flour, so I had to get that. But, hey. I had a box
2: of white, all-purpose, gluten-free flour. Okay? (laughs) And no one in the house will notice the difference. Not at all. It's cooked, I'm sure.
0: Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about?
4: Well, I'll tell you what uh, Donald Trump is saying about social distancing. We already talked about that a little bit, but we're extending that. Dr. Fauci's talking about how many deaths we can expect. And when can you expect to get your stimulus checks?
0: All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee?
4: Well, coronavirus update right now. Cases are over 723,000 globally. Uh, they are saying here in the United States, there is more than 139,000 cases of coronavirus. And so far, about 2,429 of those patients have died. That's 1.7%. So let's talk about social distancing. Donald Trump did uh, another uh press he did another press conference where he talked about how long social distancing will be extended until here's what he said
1: and during this period it's very important that everyone strongly follow the guidelines we will be extending our guidelines to april 30th to slow the spread on tuesday we will be finalizing these plans and providing a summary of our findings supporting data and strategy to the american people
2: by the way, yeah, don't, complain told- about, uh, don't complain about don't complain about this getting pushed back if you're still outside, okay? Because you're part of the problem. You're part yeah, of the reason
0: the curve can't flatten. But what's going to change? What's what's the different? How are they going to do it differently? Because obviously, it's not working because the numbers are still growing strong.
2: Well, a lot of people ain't staying out in the house either,
0: though. See, it's not
2: like yeah, in, China in China. We still
4: haven't even hit our peak yet, too.
0: Yeah, in China, they had
2: a hundred percent of the people staying at home. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, it's a different type of government over there, but still.
4: All right, well, Dr. Fauci is talking about how many deaths, if we keep going at this rate, that we can expect. And here's what he said. I've never seen a model of the
2: diseases that I've dealt with, which the worst-case scenario actually came out. So it's difficult to present. I mean, looking at what we're seeing now, you know, I would say between 100,000 and 200,000 cases, but I don't want to be held to that. Excuse me, deaths. I mean, we're we're going to have millions
1: of cases.
4: Yes, Dr. Fauci says that that we can... That it's entirely conceivable that more than 1 million people in the U.S. could contract coronavirus. And yes, those numbers you are saying uh, is entirely conceivable right now. As for There's no people reason who to are report cons- 200,000
2: deaths. Like, that, that, that's pointless information. Like, why well,
0: report that it's possible 200,000 people could die? Unless you're just trying to let people know what the severity of the situation is. But- yeah, I'm sure they are. Maybe they're trying to get people to stay the hell in the house. Like, like let them know how severe it really is. Yeah, don't tell me the worst right. case scenario. Tell me the best case scenario.
4: Now, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin also says that Americans can expect their stimulus checks to be direct deposited within three weeks.
2: We expect that within three weeks that people who have direct deposit with information with us will see those direct deposit in their bank accounts. And we will create a web-based system for people where we don't have their direct deposit. They can upload it so that they can get the money immediately as opposed to checks in the mail. So, I'm assuming it's the same system as like the IRS. Cause, like, you know, the you know you got to give the IRS your direct deposit info and it goes right into your bank account. Yeah, is he saying, is that what he's saying? It's
4: based on your taxes from last year, too. So, if you make, uh, mm-hmm, that's how they, they determine who gets that money unless you owe child support. Now, if you owe child support, then you can forget it. You're not going to be getting a stimulus check at all. I
2: don't
0: think that's, that's fair. That's actually
2: not fair. I think that's they should fair. give the, I think, but you know what they should do? They should, uh, Either give the child support to the baby's mother or like just take whatever he would owe in child support out and give him a portion of what the stimulus check would be. Same you way not, they do paychecks.
0: Yeah, I, I think that too. But also there's a lot of people that did well last year that have nothing now. Their whole business is closed. Their business is shut down. So because they did good last year, they get nothing. That's foul. Like that is foul. There's what you a lot mean? of people out there that are struggling. Like they said they're doing based you on things. If you've made over at ninety nine
4: thousand So
0: if you did good last year, but this year you can't do anything because your business closed, you get nothing, you just got to figure it out on your own. That's not right. Although it is kind of hard to
4: determine for this year because it is only April, about to be April. So I guess they have to base it off of the taxes that you filed from last year or else what do they base it on?
0: Yeah, but a lot of people's businesses closed. A lot of businesses can't be run. A lot of businesses is based off people coming in and out and it can't happen. So those people are just done.
2: I'm thinking about the child support brothers too, though, because if they're not getting no money... They still going They, they not gonna pay their child support, and they eventually st- can still be get, get locked up for that. Right. So that's why I said if they're gonna give them the stimulus check, at least send the send the stimulus check out and take a portion of whatever they would owe in child support out of it, and send that to the the, the baby mother, but let the, the baby father still eat. Mm hmm.
4: All right. It, well,
2: that's
5: that. In
4: that is your front page news, and we got a lot more to update you on. We'll be talking about how people from New York can't really travel places right now because they are stopping you in Florida and Rhode Island and a lot of places, yes.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, open up the phone lines. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible weekend. Maybe you tired of being in the house. You want to vent, or maybe you feel blessed. Maybe you're just happy to be around family. Whatever it may be, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
5: <laughs> this is
2: your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from
0: you on The Breakfast Club.
6: Hello, who's this?
0: Lynette. Hey, Lynette. Get it off your chest, mama.
6: Hey, I just want to say, everybody. Stay home. Please do not come out during this time. We need to get this thing over with. They extended it to April 30th. My birthday is mm-hmm. April 25th. I mean. <laughs> That's what it's care, all
2: about you, April. Huh?
6: <laughs> come on, It's all about April. you, huh, boo? I'm
4: turning 39 in the house this year.
6: It don't make
0: no sense.
2: You
6: could well, be you turning 40 in the
4: house. Back. That'll be worse. You know, there's some, some people have to push their birthdays back this year. Yeah, just push your
0: birthday back a, a couple of months.
4: Listen,
6: I, I said that already, but it's not—it's
2: nothing like celebrating on your day. I got it. That is a fact. But have a have a little house party with the with the people that you already quarantined <laughs> with, though. Me, my
6: boyfriend, my sister, her boyfriend, and my little brother and his baby mama. So we exceeded that six. No more people coming—that's it. That's We're good. Play some games they okay. have a lot of fun. That's really. a great You'll little party. This I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a
2: matter of fact, I'm gonna mail you something. I'm gonna mail you a game to play. G- give you a, give you an address yeah. to drum. I am. I give your address to Daniel Ladrome. I got oh, you. Hold on, okay? Shout out
6: them, I also want to shout out them two workers that work at Campbell Soup that's not getting paid, that hasn't been paid, but still show up. Good job, my people. Good
0: job. Okay. Well, at least they got soup. Well, thank you, mama. Hello, who's this?
6: It's class, man.
0: What's up, bro? Get it off your chest,
3: man. I agree with you 110% and be about the situation about, you know, people that making over over because you did good one year and you can't get anything. You know, I made like I drive tractor trailers and if somebody got sick in the warehouse, it's because I made 140000 hundred forty, 150000 hundred fifty thousand, which I, you know, I've been fortunate enough to do for the past, you know, four or five years, Now I can't get nothing. And if the company shut down, you know, I'm in i I'm in the midst of closing on a house deal tomorrow, man. On a oh, four hundred thousand dollar house. Damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised tr- I'm surprised truck tr- state New York, man.
2: I'm surprised truck drivers don't get hazard paid.
3: Huh?
2: You trying to delay it?
3: Uh, man, you don't even know. I'm supposed to close tomorrow at 2 o'clock, Damn. and the house is $400,000, i am trying to – they're supposed to give you 45 days, you know, before you have to do your next payment. But, you know, I got I got $150,000 cars, man. You know what I'm saying? I got the Karma. I got the Jag. I got one of yours. I got a GT. And I'm like, if something, if something goes down and, you know, they want to shut everything down. I'm I'm up I'm up the, I'm up the river without a paddle a boat All right nothing life life raft nothing yeah damn we gonna pray for you <clears throat> definitely brother thank you man alright yes
0: sir yes hello who's this.
6: Hey, this is Chanel. I'm calling from Detroit.
0: Hey, good morning, mama. Get it off your chest.
6: I just want to say that I am thankful for just being able to still be working right now. I do work in the healthcare industry. And I'm just Mm. thankful for everybody that's actually taking the time out to stay at home and kind of self-quarantine. And I'm thankful for all the people that have been donating supplies and other things for us to keep us going.
4: Are you a nurse? How's it going there? Because I hear Detroit is a hot spot right now.
6: It is getting better, but uh, the first few weeks have been kind of horrible because people really don't want to stay in and they just feel like they need to be out. It's, so, I think people are finally starting to understand the severity and kind of getting the hang of it.
2: Are you a nurse?
6: Yeah.
2: Are you um, concerned about your, your your safety and your well-being because I've you know seen a couple of nurses contract the coronavirus and I've seen a couple of nurses die. Are you are you concerned?
6: Yeah, every day. That's always a concern. I mean, from the time you get there to the time you get out, you don't want to contract anything. You definitely don't want to have to end up taking it home to your family. So it's always a concern.
2: Do you have the right protective gear?
6: I mean, yes and no. We're getting better. Mm. We just kind of kind of make do with what we have and get through to make it through another day.
2: We appreciate (laughs) you so much. You know what's so crazy? It's funny how, you know, for years you had different – You know, politicians and, you know, people just talk about how inadequate the healthcare system was for the people. But now you even see that it's inadequate for the workers because the workers don't even have, you know, proper supplies to protect themselves during a time like this. Like, why are nurses walking around in trash bags? America needs to be ashamed of itself. America's trash. That's why the nurses got to wear trash bags.
0: Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. your ass. This is your time to get it off your
2: chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
7: Hello, who's this? This is Brandon, man, from North Carolina.
0: What's up, bro? Get it off your chest,
7: man. Yeah, man, I think it's really messed up, man, for the brothers to I game that's check, man. Like, uh, Charlene was hinting to, you know, if that's going to back up and they're going to have to go to jail, man, that's going to be real, real messed up. And then yeah, man. I'm in a predicament, you know, to progress in this situation. So that's really messed up. I want to get on. Cool. Let's,
3: get on. Let's see y'all every morning, man, on uh, Trust FM 92.1 down here in Raleigh, North Carolina.
7: Man. I appreciate everything that y'all doing.
2: Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Salute to everyone in Raleigh. I, I, I really do fear for those brothers who going to get caught up, you know, in, in back child support because they couldn't make ends meet the past couple of months, and they're not yeah. getting no stimulus check to at least you know, keep them out of jail because they'll lock you up for child support in a heartbeat. Oh, now, one woman on sent table. me a
4: DM and she was saying that her husband owes back child support, but it's only because he had to do back pay. I guess the woman told him later on that it was her child. So he's been paying, but mm. he hasn't been able to catch up on everything yet. So she's saying See they're what not going to get a check for their whole household because of that.
0: Wow. See what I'm saying? He might end up going to jail. See what I'm saying? Hello, who's this? Yo, this
3: Big Cole. What's
0: up? DJ M V. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest.
4: Yo, man, I'm self quarantined, man. All these idiots just hanging out. They need to get locked the hell up. You sound like you're well, you, ready to you, you go outside. Like he,
2: <laughs> and you sound like you calling from Florida. You calling from Florida?
4: <laughs> you live? What? What'd you say?
2: Are you calling from Florida, nigga?
7: No, nigga, I ain't calling from Florida. I'm calling from South Carolina.
2: Oh, Lord. <laughs> Same <That's>, difference. <laughs> that's that's top three, mate. <laughs> this is bad. That's where I'm from.
0: <laughs> thank I you, understand, brother. sir. Thank you. Thank you so much.
7: Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Tierra. Good
4: morning.
0: Good morning, good Get morning. It
7: off
4: Good morning. Good morning. I called a few weeks ago about my book, When oh, God Closes Eyes. the morning. How you doing? We're doing well. How about you, honey?
0: I didn't hear what she said.
4: Pretty good. Well, not that She called good. about her I mean, book. I'm in Alabama, and the coronavirus
7: is kicking our butt. I was thinking maybe we should do something like a, a virtual book club to keep everybody's spirits up. And I Okay, do. I'm not mad at that. Right, right. So what I think is um, we can do a chapter a day. And I
4: think I can do, the first 10 people who hit me up on Instagram, I can give them a free book. What's your Instagram?
7: Oh, that's
2: beautiful. It's
4: at Tiara, or True Story of Tiara. And that's T-Y-I-E-R-R-A. True Story of Tiara. So you said you'll give the first 10 people a free book when they hit you up? Yes, I can. We can go through the first chapter and it's it's usually
7: real simple. Um, it's a theme for each chapter. So the first chapter is about my uncle and greed and how he kinda didn't pick us up when uh, we found out that Katrina was coming out. Um mm-hmm. so we had to end up going to the superdome. So it was a little a little family feud there. So I think one chapter a day, I can get ten books out.
1: Just
4: hit me up on Instagram, and I got you. Yeah, her book oh, is when God closed his eyes on Nola, just so you know on New Orleans.
0: But well,
2: before you send those books out, you make sure you wash your hands,
0: okay? My goodness. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, E. Ye?
4: Yes, and let's talk about some people who have really donated for the healthcare workers and coronavirus patients. We'll tell you uh, how Stefan Marbury's making a difference. Future, we'll talk about some positives.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wait, wait. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk about the Living Room Concert. It's
3: time, 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 time. She's spilling the tea.
0: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
4: Yes, while everybody's home, including artists, they did a Fox Presents the iHeart Living Room concert for America. What was nice about this, there was no commercials for the concert. Instead, they used breaks to encourage people to donate to Feeding America and First Responders Children's Foundation. That's two of the many charitable organizations that are helping victims and first responders. You also got a chance to look inside people's homes, right? And so one person who performed, by the way, we told you she just turned 50, was Mariah Carey. Listen to this.
7: Always be a
4: My favorite Mariah Carey song, by the way, so that was exciting.
2: I just love the anointing that's on Mariah Carey's voice, man. Salute to Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey is like gifted. You can't teach what she does. You either got that or you don't.
4: All right, right. also, her performed. And Alicia Keys also had her message to remember how resilient we are. And she did a rendition of Rise Up for the first responders and medical professionals. In addition, Lizzo and Elton John, they sent out this message.
7: We can't let the fear spread faster than the virus. We have to let love spread. So that's what I've been practicing every single day.
2: Good, I think this is a message from the universe to say, you know,
1: ever since this virus started, there are canals in Venice are clean. They have dolphins swimming in them. I spoke to someone in Canada last night. They said it's like a jungle because the, the plants are out
3: there. There's more sea lions, and it's like a message, and I honestly believe that.
2: The fear is already spread faster than the virus, though. Like, if you want to help America get its mind off being scared for a few, which this living room concert did, great, but the fear has already spread faster than the virus. And by the way, it's nothing wrong with being afraid. Just don't stay afraid because... This is really out of our control and there's nothing we can do about it. It is, but
0: people don't want to die. I mean, because people are scared. I mean, I'm scared. So I
5: get yeah, it. to yeah, think
4: serenity, every little thing got- means that they have coronavirus and they're going to die. Like I was talking to my mom yesterday and she's like, you know, I coughed and then I got nervous and I felt like I might have it. And I had went outside to walk around the block and I had to take my shoes off and sanitize them. You know, it's a lot for but, people to but think But here's
2: about. the thing. She might be right. You know what I'm saying? like That's why I said at a time like this, you got to remember your serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The only thing we can do at a time like this is protect ourselves, pay attention to what the CDC is saying, and, and do our prevention techniques. But other than that, what can we do? It's out of our control.
4: All right, now here's some good things that people are doing. Uh, Future, he has donated masks to healthcare workers and coronavirus patients in Atlanta. So, Very Future's mother brain. actually runs run his foundation. Yeah, it's called Mask On. That's what the partnership is actually called.
2: brand. Mm-hmm.
4: Future's mom said, our healthcare professionals are the heroes in this situation, and they are risking their lives for everyone. So, it is our responsibility to help protect them. It's important to my, um, and then the other co-founder, Uh, free wishes says it's important to my brother future and I that we are of service to our community especially during this pandemic and throughout the year so that is all from his foundation free wishes also Stefan Marbury he has helped make this whole deal with China and China is actually providing 10 million coronavirus protective masks to New York City so Stefan Marbury said at the end of the day I'm from Brooklyn this is something that's close and dear to my heart as far as being able to help New York I have family there in Coney Island a lot of family who are affected by this so I know how important it is for people to have masks during this
2: time. Shout America should Marbury, really man. salute to Stephon Marbury and Future. America should really be ashamed of itself. You mean to tell me after Ebola and SARS and swine flu and bird flu and Zika and even just regular influenza, which kills mad people a year, we don't have enough mask, not only for the healthcare uh, professionals, but for just regular everyday citizens. You don't have masks? Yeah, I don't think they it ever thought they it like this. They weren't, they weren't expected. They weren't they weren't prepared. I, once again, after naming all of those things I just named, how could you not be? How could you not? How could you? If you're, if you're telling us the worst when it comes to how many people could die, you should always think the worst, I guess, when, you know, you know that there's pandemics out there that could happen. I'm just saying. It's not like it hasn't happened before.
4: All right. Well, I'm Angela Guy, and that is your rumor report.
0: The problem is, when's the last time it's happened? It's happened what? Last year! When they, when they needed all this PPE, when they needed all this mask, not when they needed all Listen, this mask and things like I'm
2: that. Ju- I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about when you look at all of these diseases throughout the world, whether it was Zika, whether it was Ebola, swine flu, mm-hmm. bird flu, whatever it was. You know that it was the possibility these things could
0: happen. You should have been over prepared. Oh, I mean, should if you think about it like that? Think about how many times you you looked on the back of the Lysol container and it says coronavirus. So this is something that they known about for I'm sure for years that that they haven't. All the
2: more than. reason. They All the more reason they should have had, had Mad Mask.
0: All the more reason they should have had Mad Mask. My goodness. All right. Well, when we come back, we got front page news. I'm sure we're going to talk more about Corona, right, Yee?
4: Yes, and we'll talk about some more shortages that are happening, not just masks, but there's other cover-ups that we can't get right now.
0: All right. We're corona rules everything
2: back. around me. It's the That's the new cream. Club. Good Morning,
0: uh- morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, let's get Happy some front page news. Where we starting with
4: well, let's start with this condom shortage. They're saying there's going to be a condom shortage because the brand uh, that makes condoms in Malaysia, they make one in every five condoms globally, has been shut down for a week as they, as they are imposing factory lockdowns to stop the spread of coronavirus. So they don't know when that's, they're going to jumpstart factories again. So for people who are out here trying to get some condoms, now is not going to be a great time for you in the future. That's one problem. I, I wondered about. about this
2: story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wondered about this story when I saw the headline because I was like, why is there a condom shortage? I'm like, "Who, who is quarantined? The person you're quarantined with is not somebody you should be using a condom with. Well, and maybe you just saying? don't want a baby, I, bro. I think they're also thinking
4: about, about, about when this is all over with.
0: Well, ain't nobody thinking about that right now.
4: Yeah, I'm sure thinking there's a lot sex of people have sex
0: <laughs> that don't want a baby,
5: you know? Not be, a child.
2: Uh, well, here's a pro tip from Charlemagne the God. You should not be quarantined, quarantined with somebody that you can't have unprotected
0: sex with.
4: No, they might not just yeah, want to. Pe- but some people have kids already are married. They don't want more kids, so they're using condoms so that they don't have to get pregnant. And
0: we don't Once know the effect. Shouldn't be quarantined with somebody that you can't have unprotected sex with. And we don't know the effect of the virus on a, a newborn baby and how it's going to. Yeah, know, some people are like, them.
4: I don't want to get pregnant right now because I don't know if I have it and if I pass it on right. and all of that. So Pull some out people out are like, I don't even want to get pregnant.
0: Pull
2: out Game strong birth control pills. That's all I'm saying. We don't
4: recommend that as um, <laughs> a method of birth control pulling out. All right. Now, coronavirus cases have topped 723,000 globally. And in the United States, they have identified more than 139,000 cases of coronavirus. Now, here's what Donald Trump has to say about social
1: distancing. And during this period, it's very important that everyone strongly follow the guidelines. We will be extending our guidelines to April 30th to slow the spread. On Tuesday, we will be finalizing these plans and providing a summary of our findings, supporting data, and strategy to the American people.
2: If, if, listen, right. if you're one of those people who can't stay home, it's your fault. It's your fault that, that this deadline got pushed back. The curve won't flatten because of Florida and New York.
4: In addition, Dr. Fauci is talking about the amount of deaths that can be expected from coronavirus.
3: I've never seen a model of the diseases that I've dealt with
2: which the worst-case scenario actually came out. So it's difficult to present. I mean, looking at what we're seeing now, you know, I would say between 100,000 and 200,000 cases, but I don't want to be held to that. Excuse me, deaths. I mean, we're, we're going to have millions of cases.
8: That's well, what's scary. the best-case scenario?
2: Can you lead with know. that? <laughs> and then tell us this is not going to happen That's unless scary. y'all do X, Y, and Z? Like, don't just lead with the worst-case scenario. Tell me what the best-case scenario is. My goodness.
4: All right. And Steve Mnuchin is talking about when you could see those stimulus checks coming in the mail and maximum you'll be able to get from that is twelve hundred dollars. And that's based off your tax returns from twenty eighteen or from twenty nineteen. Also five hundred dollars per child that you have in addition to that. Here is what Steve Mnuchin has to say.
2: We expect that within three weeks that people who have direct deposit with information with us will see those direct deposit in their bank accounts and we will create a web-based system for people where we don't have their direct deposit. They can upload it so that they can get the money immediately as opposed to checks in the mail.
4: Now, the only people who won't be getting that money, right, because even if you owe back taxes or if you're behind on other payments to federal or state governments, including student loan payments, you'll still be OK. But if you owe child supports, then you will not be able to get these direct cash I don't payments. I think that's
0: fair, man. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, like There's a lot said, of brothers out there that, that, that need that money regardless, man. People who, if I did good last year and this year I didn't do too well because of what's going on now, I get nothing. I'm just stuck out there.
2: So well, I think right. that's two different things. I, I, I understand what you're saying. You're talking about people who did good last year, but I'm talking about the brothers who, you know, are on child support right now, might be behind on child support, or they might end up behind on child support and don't have right. no money to pay. You know, they might end up in jail in a few months because they owe back child support. So I think that the government should give out the stimulus check and just take out the portion of the money, you know, that, that would go to the child, the, the, the mother of the child anyway but still let the brothers get their check because they still got to pay child support regardless. I
0: mean, even, even if you are behind, let's say you are behind a couple of months because you're doing effed up out there, and now I, I don't have no work, and now I get nothing, how am I going to eat now? How am I going to feed my family now? How am I going to eat? That's foul, man. You got to you gotta give people some money, man. You got to give them a chance. You know what else is foul? The fact that if
2: they talk about opening the country back up on April 30th but the checks don't go out for three weeks, that's right around April 30th. So you're going to open the country back up and then give people a little bit extra money. That money going right back into the system.
4: And by the way, we also don't know that we'll really be open back up on April 30th. They might end up pushing that date back. So who knows? That's just what they're saying right now. And they are going to do self-swab testing for coronavirus. They said that should be implemented this week. It was a very big thing that the FDA approved it last week, and it will now be implemented this week. And with this approval, people who might have coronavirus can use a foam swab in their nose. You'll collect a nasal sample. You'll put it in a plastic bag and submit it for testing. So they're saying that is going to be available starting this week.
0: That seems wild, but they stick it dumb far up your nose. You want people to do it yep. themselves?
4: I oh, don't know. I won't be able to do it. I can't even put eye drops in my eyes. So
0: Goodness gracious. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Uh, this nurse reported that she was quitting on her IG. Let's listen to it very right fast.
9: I just quit my job. I clocked in, find out that I'm being sent to a corona floor when they know that I have kids at home. She knows my health history. she knows all of this. I quit. I care about the patients and all, but my family and my my life they matter. They come first. I told her my kids don't have anybody to go to while they're here. I can't send my kids away like everybody else
5: All
2: right, what's the problem? A lot of people yes, yeah, and so that's that Melissa Thomas she Scott she's a it.
4: nurse. In Albany, Georgia. Right. And she's Mm -hmm. also a survivor of breast cancer, triple negative breast. And she's a triple negative breast cancer survivor. So she has a preexisting condition. She has children. And she said her boss was aware of that. So what's the question? What's the
0: problem? A lot of people are saying that this is what she signed up for. She knew when she wanted to become a nurse that these these are some of the things that she was going to be having to help people. And she should fulfill her job as helping people. That's what some people are saying. Some people are saying, I get it. I agree 150%. And I'll be honest, if I was um, in that same predicament, I would do the same thing. My family is important. I don't want to bring it back to them. I already have underlying conditions. No, I don't want to die. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, this is Charlamagne the God Talk, so this is my POV. I don't know if that's
2: what you sign up for when you're in the healthcare profession. Uh, your job is to save lives, but I've never heard them say you have to sacrifice your life or put your own health in jeopardy for the sake of others. That wouldn't make any sense, right? So it's not the same as like being a police officer or a firefighter or being in the army. With those jobs, you know the risk, you know the danger. What's the risk and danger to yourself being a nurse and a doctor? So I disagree when people say that's what she signed up for. No. Yeah. I'm also, this is more of an indictment of America's healthcare industry more so than it is an indictment of her. If she doesn't feel safe, if she doesn't feel protected, that's America's fault. They should have things there for those healthcare workers to, to, to feel protected. So I don't I don't, you know what? I don't. see what even she they did, they did wrong have in this have those situation. Things.
0: Even if they did have those things, even if they had the mask and all that, would you still do it? Would you still take that opportunity where they necessarily no, not, don't not know if, how this thing no. has been? Exactly. No. No, no. Now, listen. I, I definitely felt sympathy for
4: no. for her, and but I was looking at the comments, right? And one person said, "Unfortunately, this is reality right now. I am a healthcare provider for the past 18 years now, and I work in a hospital in New York City. This past week, I have clocked in for more than 100 hours, plus volunteering my time with EMS 911 calls because we are all being exhausted and stretched past what one should have to go through. I feel for this nurse, but everyone is saying the same thing. We all have families at home. I don't want to go home to my husband because I am scared I'm infecting." him i love my life but we took an oath to be there for our patients this is the job we choose this is the life we said we wanted to do this is reality that's what one person wrote in the comments
2: yeah, I salute that person and I salute all the healthcare professionals, but I didn't hear that person say that they have a pre-existing condition, though. If you already know you have a pre-existing health condition and you know that coronavirus is really taking people with pre-existing health conditions out, I don't see what but the even, young lady did wrong.
0: But even if you don't, like, we don't know how this is affecting the system. There's a lot of people that has no underlying conditions in dying. Like, we don't know. It's like playing Russian roulette with your body. We don't know how this is going to affect your body. We don't know. Now, by the way, let's be clear.
2: We absolutely need those healthcare professionals. So we, we can't do. have mm-hmm. all of them quitting. But if that one young lady had a had an issue and she didn't want to be there, I would rather her not be there cuz how are you going to give your best to the people that you're trying to save right. their lives if you're not even if you're feeling afraid and you feel like, you know, you're going to die at any
0: minute. Like I wouldn't want her there.
2: Well, right. let's just drop the
0: phone lines. What do you think? 800-585-1051. What is your opinion? Call us now. And that's why we got to continue to salute these healthcare workers and those people. Absolutely. That are they are really putting the their lives lines. on the line. We appreciate you. And I will continue to donate uh, masks uh, and try to get masks and donate whatever I possibly can. Because if it's not for y'all right now, you guys are saving us right now. Well, call us up. Let's get your opinion. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: Pull out, pull, out your, pull out your phone. Call in right now.
3: Call me.
0: Add your opinion to the Breakfast
2: Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time.
5: Pick
2: up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it
0: morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about this nurse that just quit her job. you have the details here?
4: Yes, this was actually in Albany, Georgia, and um, she basically said this.
9: I just quit my job. I clocked in, find out that I'm being sent to a corona floor when they know that I have kids at home. She knows my health history. She knows all of this. I quit. I care about the patients and all, but my family and my my life, they matter. They come first. I told her my kids don't have anybody to go to while they're here.
4: I can't send my kids away like everybody
9: else.
4: According to reports, she is a triple negative breast cancer survivor. Her name is Melissa Thomas Scott.
0: That's interesting. What's the question? Well, the question is eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. 1051 How do you feel about this? A lot of people are upset saying she's a nurse. This is what she signed up for. She should be out there helping people. And, and a lot of people say, no, they get it. They understand, you know. She, she doesn't want to bring that back to her family. She has preconditions, uh, underlying conditions where it could possibly affect her and maybe even kill her. So she says she doesn't want to do it. So what are your thoughts? Eight hundred five 585 1051 let start with you, Yee.
4: Um, Listen, I'm never going to tell somebody that they have to uh, put themselves in a position where they could potentially die. She said her boss knew that she had these pre-existing conditions. Now, I was reading what other nurses were writing in the comments. One woman just posted, I feel for her. I'm a nurse on a cardiac ICU in New Jersey. They moved all our patients out and brought in all COVID ICU patients. I'm a single parent. I work with other single parents, but she said, if we all quit, who's going to care for your sick loved ones? I pull up my big girl panties and go do what I have to do to support my family. I do feel like her pre-existing conditions means that she is a lot more susceptible. So I would never tell you to put your life on the line for your family.
0: I feel for them. Yeah, and, I mean, and I, and, I know, yeah. and I know two nurses that actually have COVID-19 for actually helping people. And, I, you know, I pray to God that they're okay. So in that situation, I, I get it completely. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I mean, I have family. I have underlying conditions. I don't want to get sick. And then if I die, who's going to take care of my kids? Who's going to take care of my family? So I understand it wholeheartedly.
2: Yeah, I don't know, and also I don't know uh, if that's what you sign up for when you're in the healthcare profession. Like when you're in the healthcare profession, your job is to save lives. I, I've never heard them say, you know, you have to sacrifice your life or put your own health in jeopardy for others. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, it's not like being a police officer, you know, or, or, or being in the army. You know the risk of that. You know the danger. You know what I'm saying? But what's the risk and danger to yourself being a nurse and a doctor? And and also if she's afraid and fearing for her life because of her pre-existing health conditions, she's not in the best shape mentally or emotionally to fight for others right now. So I would rather her go home. Go home and get yourself together. Like, you have to be mentally healthy and mentally strong at a time like this. If she's not, don't force her to be,
0: you know? That's what let's I would say the, about it. Let's let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this?
7: Hi, my name's Barbara.
0: Hey, Barbara. Good morning. How you feeling?
7: Good How
0: are you? Doing well. Hey, Barbara. Well. All right. what, what did you think about the uh, nurses? Uh, nurse quitting?
6: So I'm a patient care tech, um, and I'm about to be a respiratory therapist in May. I graduate and take my boards this summer. So okay, congrats. Thank you, thank you. So I think it's complete nonsense because you see on the media China and Italy are wearing complete hazmat suits. Mind you, we can't even, we're reusing the same mask for days and they're telling us until it falls apart or they can put it under UV lights when these UV lights have studies that show it deteriorates the mask itself.
2: Mm. No, that's why I said earlier, this is more of an indictment of America's healthcare industry more so than it is an indictment of the of the nurse. Because guess what? America spends so much money on its military, they would never send a soldier in the field unprepared. They got y'all out here unprepared with no, with no armor to protect yourself.
6: Exactly. Then yesterday I was at work on a floor just like that. All rule out and positive patients, they tried to d- distribute us one box of
4: gowns, a box holds of 15 gowns. Mm. There, yeah, I mean? and, uh, you know what? It would be a different story if they were more prepared. Exactly. It's complete nonsense.
2: Yeah, you can't, you can't, if, you, if I got pre-existing health conditions like, uh, you know, cancer, said, you can't hand me a trash bag and say, okay, let's go help these coronavirus patients. I need a little more than this trash bag.
0: And we definitely appreciate I saw, your service. I, 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 saw, Thank I,
2: you. I saw pictures of nurses with trash bags on. Like,
0: come on, man. Hello, who's this? Jackie. Hey, Jackie, what did you think about the nurse quitting? What, what were your thoughts?
6: Um, I don't think that's appropriate. I think as a healthcare provider, I am a healthcare provider. In these situations, you have to step up. You know what I mean? It's no different than if all of a sudden a firefighter was like, you know, I'm actually a little bit afraid of fires. Or as a police officer, if they're like, you know what? I have a fear of being around black people, so you know I really don't think I should protect these people. You signed up for it regardless. <laughs> but
4: don't think it's a little what bit the, different. What is with the-, the oath? What is the oath that you guys have to take as a nurse? I don't know what the nurse's oath is. I'm a healthcare provider. We each each
6: mm-hmm. each different field has a different oath, but at the end of the day, the oath is to protect and to help and to make sure that you pretty much put your needs before other people and so that means like when the ebola broke out you didn't hear people saying like Nah, i'm good and no like that one that one passes too when td breaks out when malaria breaks out when other diseases have an outbreak you still sign up to do what you have to do there's people there's doctors that are 60 70 80 years old those doctors are at risk too And so I I, I personally don't see why it's
2: okay for her to say, well, I'm scared. Baby girl, everybody's scared. I agree with you 100%. I think, you know, I think healthcare professionals are are, are very necessary, but I think it's a false equivalency to compare them to police officers and firefighters because those are very, very high-risk jobs. Like, every day that those guys put on their uniforms, it's a matter of life and death. I think when you're a doctor, the matter of life and death is with the patients, not necessarily with you, right?
6: It depends this is the perfect scenario in which yes it's split everybody in this case is life and death there's doctors yeah. i've been to africa i've gone to mission trips in africa and the doctors are putting themselves at risk all the time whenever they perform without it being a sterile environment and so what, what, to me i'm like no it just depends on your demographic Geog- when you put in geography no these doctors are just as much at risk as anybody else
0: Right. Well, I get thank it. you again for I your service it. and we appreciate it. Let's open up the phone lines 800 585 1051. We're talking about a nurse that quit. Let's play our audio right fast.
9: I just quit my job. I clocked in, find out that I'm being sent to a corona floor when they know that I have kids at home. She knows my health history. She knows all of this. I quit. I care about the patients and all, but my family and my, my life, they matter. They come first. I told her my kids don't have anybody to go to while they're here. I can't send my kids away like everybody else.
0: What are your thoughts? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about this nurse that quit. She quit on her Instagram, and these are the reasons why she quit. Let's hear her audio. I just quit my job. I clocked
9: in, found out that... I'm being sent to a corona floor when they know that I have kids at home. She knows my health history. She knows all of this. I quit. I care about the patients and all, but my family and my, my life, they matter. They come first. I told her my kids don't have anybody to go to while they're here. I can't send my kids away like everybody else.
4: Yes, that nurse is in Albany, Georgia. Her name is Melissa Thomas Scott, and she's getting a lot of support. But then she's also having people weigh in and say that uh – That's her job is actually to put her life on the line.
0: You know, nah, you know, some people say this is what we signed up for. But I don't ever remember you signing up for, hey, I can possibly die from a virus. I don't think people sign up for that. Like you said, it's not like a police officer where you know what you're getting into or a a firefighter where you know what you're getting into or the military. You know, a lot of people want to help people, meaning broken bones, fevers, surgeries, but they don't want to put their own life on the line to bring back to their family and their kids. I don't think so.
2: Yeah, and I get what all the healthcare professionals are saying. Like, I can see both sides. I can see what the healthcare professionals are saying. And I can see what, uh, what's her name, Melissa?
4: Melissa.
2: Melissa, I can see what Melissa is saying. But I would rather her not be there if she's not emotionally and mentally capable of being there. You know what I'm saying? Like, now is not the time to be afraid in a situation like that. So if it's too much for her, let her go home. Yo, you got to treat her like uh, Doughboy them treated um, um, Trey when he was in the car. You know what I'm saying? When it was time to go ride and time to go kill those dudes that killed
0: Ricky. Trey wanted to get out the car. Let her out the car if she wants to get out the car. I'm, I, and I'm with you. I, I am totally with you. And, and you can't, like you said, you can't do that job. Or if you're just thinking about your kids or thinking about the fact that you're going to get it and you're no. really just looking at the clock trying to leave. You can't.
2: No it's Because the whole thing about being a healthcare professional, right, the whole thing about being a healthcare professional is putting other people's needs before yours. Clearly, Correct. in this case, she's not able to do that. So being that she's not able to do that, that's fine. Don't, hold, don't Don't ridicule her for that.
0: Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Tanisha. Hey, Tanisha, good morning. What What are your thoughts?
6: So I'm also a healthcare professional. And my uh-huh. thing is, I know for a fact that we are here for our patients. That's our number one priority.
10: But at the same time, just like her, I have a daughter who is eight years old. I just dropped her off, I'm on my way to work. So like, if I was to contract the coronavirus and bring it over to, cause she goes to her grandmother's um, house and she's almost like one year shy of eighty. If I was to bring that to her, I would be so devastated. Like, there's no way mm. for us to be protected and to not be affected by this virus and not bring home to our family. So I totally understand where she's coming from, and and the fact that she had breast cancer. Like, she should not even be at work. They should uh, find her another job that she can perform while she's at work. Because that's not fair. She could. You know, I agree. Hopefully, she you know she could not she could have caught it. Like, I just
0: don't get it, why they would even put her on that type of document. I agree. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Well, 800-585-1051. Hello. Who's this?
7: Hi. My name is Adasia Young. I am a registered nurse in Louisiana.
0: Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts?
7: Uh, my thoughts
6: are, if, as a nurse, if you have pre-existing medical conditions, that's understandable. But at the same time, they are, there are completely healthy people dying out here. So yeah. I just feel like as far as they provide me with the necessary equipment that I need to take care of my patients, I'm going to keep showing up every day and doing what I promise that I'll do. And, we, and you know good and well,
2: you you, you know good and well America's trash ass healthcare system is not providing y'all with the proper equipment. I've seen nurses out there with trash bags on. So they
6: are. So far, they still okay. are. But when they stop, okay. that's when I'll have to step back until they get me what I need.
0: Really?
2: That's right. They Give me a so
0: shield. You, you you think Captain America will go to war without his shield? But I think I think that's that's happening where there's a, a lot of cases. I think maybe in New York, uh, in Detroit, where they didn't expect this amount of cases, so they're running out of supplies. So that's why they're asking if you have supplies. There's a lot of dentist office. There's a lot of doctor's office that are closed, and you have extra supplies in your closet. They're saying please donate. It's them. a tattoo them parlors. Yeah, whatever you have, please. They're asking donating construction workers. Whatever you, whatever you have. All right, 105. Well, When we come back, we'll take some more calls. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about this a nurse that uh, from Georgia that she said she's not going anymore. She said uh, they wanted her to work on a COVID floor. Let's hear what she has to say.
9: I just quit my job. I clocked in, found out that I'm being sent to a corona floor when they know that I have kids at home she knows my health history she knows all of this i quit i care about the patients and all but my family and my my life they matter they come first i told her my kids don't have anybody to go to while they're here i can't send my kids away like everybody else
2: I feel her and I highly disagree with everybody saying that's what she signed up for, man. I, I somebody I have I have not heard a healthcare professional yet tell me that yes, they signed up to put their health at risk, and yes, they signed up, you know, to put to potentially die. Like their job is to save lives. You know what right. I mean? I've never heard them say you have to sacrifice your life or put your own health in jeopardy. For others, you know, and and I I don't like people comparing it to being a police officer and being in the army. Those are two different levels of risk. You know what those dangers are when you sign up. I don't think that's the same when you're a nurse or a doctor. And you know what? This made me very
4: grateful for all the nurses and healthcare providers and doctors who are still working right now, who are putting their lives on the line. Because the the truth of the matter is, they really are putting themselves at risk.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. There's too too many variables with this. You don't know how it affects your system. If it was one of those things where you could be like, guaranteed nothing's going to happen to you if you're healthy. No, they don't know that. People are dying at all ages. Or, you know, healthy people, unhealthy people, young people. Like, people just don't know. And to bring that back to your family, maybe your mother, your father, your grandparents where you know that their immune system might not be as strong and you possibly kill them, that's a tough one. But let's go to the phone well, line.
4: Though, although a lot of the healthcare providers are not bringing that back home to their families. They're actually isolated from them while they're doing this. That's why she said she couldn't send her kids away to anybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people are being responsible as far as having somebody else watch their kids or take care of family members because they know they can't do it because they're exposed.
0: Yeah, because I know somebody that that actually has it and gave it to her husband. And her husband hasn't now. Both of them are, you know, quarantining themselves. But they were out and about for a while. So they might have gave it to somebody else. And and this is all because she was helping people. You just never know. And they have a young daughter. So they're hopefully that, that their kids don't have it. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly. What are your thoughts on this uh, nurse that just quit?
6: I really feel like she has a
7: good point. And it's not only her life that she's putting in danger. She's also putting her kids' life in danger. And she has no place to put them. And given the fact that this virus has no discrimination at all, she could really just be hurting her whole entire family.
4: Right. I think her circumstances are different than a lot of people because she said she has no one to watch her kids. She has to take care of them. And she also is a breast cancer survivor. So that puts her more at risk. So I just feel like for her, she just feels the dangers of that. She has a family to provide for and take care of. Too risky
7: it's too risky and the fact that they don't in the hospitals everybody's actually running around with their head cut off they don't really know how to fix the issue it's not like they're curing anything there's no cure for it so it's like That's they're right. basically jumping carrying everyone so and the fact that they really don't know what's going on and she's putting her own life in danger like with everything else they, they know what to do with this we don't know what to do at all cuz i work in that That's field. right And I'm coming home to my kids, and I still have to log them on to school. I still have to do all these things. I'm a single parent. I don't have no place to send my kids either. So you're still putting your whole entire family in jeopardy. So if she if she feels what's best for her is leave, then I think that's that's better. I don't have that choice because I still have to support my kids. But if she feels like she can still update and do what she needs to do, and she feels like she needs to leave, and it's going to affect her health and her kids' health, I think she should
0: leave. Well, we definitely appreciate you and appreciate all the healthcare workers out there and essential businesses and essential workers. We're grateful and thankful for all of of you guys' work. We
2: definitely are. Absolutely. Yes, and
0: I think the moral of the story is, man,
2: don't be mad at that that, that woman, Michelle, that nurse. Be mad at America's trash ass healthcare system for not protecting Melissa. healthcare officials. Melissa, you know what I'm saying? Uh, be, be mad at America's trash ass healthcare system for not protecting healthcare officials with the proper equipment they need to feel safe. Do you think Tony Stark would ever let the Avengers not have the weapons they need to really fight? Shame on America. This is an indictment of America's healthcare industry more so than it is her. Okay. If she doesn't feel protected, if she doesn't feel safe, it's America's fault. And it's easy to say put the needs of others in front of your, of, of, of your own, but if she's not able to do that, fine. Let her live. And to all the healthcare professionals and healthcare providers, thank you. You all are appreciated.
0: Alright, well we got rumors on the way, ye.
4: Yes, NBA 2K. Find out about this lawsuit that uh, somebody was filing against them. We'll tell you what it was for. I want to see what you think.
0: Alright, we'll get into that next Keep It Locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen
2: Gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. Gossip.
8: With Angela. Angela
4: Yee. It's the rumor report.
2: The Breakfast Club.
4: Yes, Carmelo Anthony and Dwayne Wade were on Instagram live together and they shared a story about how LeBron is a true live superhero. LeBron actually saved Carmelo's life at one point because Carmelo was swimming in the ocean and things went left.
2: Current is taking me in the middle of the ocean, like opposite from the boat. We couldn't see you. I know. <laughs> then I see, I look up at the boat, and I see, I see Bron jumps, Bron jumps off the boat like he is, like he's MacGyver. He was bringing me back with one, with one arm. He's swimming, <laughs> he swimming with the other arm, and I, he carrying me in, the, in one arm. Yo, Bron, I appreciate that, because you, you saved my life that day. Yeah, shout them out. Little, to- them little flippers wasn't working for me.
0: See, I, I need some better friends. Char- Charlemagne, would you jump in the water to save me? No. And the reason I wouldn't jump in the water to save
2: you is because I can't swim. So that would just be stupid. Why would I do such a thing? I would call I for mean?
4: help. I can't swim either, but I would, yeah, I would definitely
0: call 911. Uh, I
4: would or definitely call 911. Or I would yell out, somebody help him.
0: Well, well I was on and a swim team in high school. I just want to tell you guys that. that I
2: so then you shouldn't have you a
4: problem.
0: You won't, you won't need our help, sir. And I think LeBron
2: James is getting way too much credit for knowing how to swim. Okay?
4: <laughs> what?
2: I'm serious. He's getting way too much like credit for knowing how to swim. A lot of people wouldn't LeBron- jump in
4: even if they can't swim.
2: Would LeBron have jumped in there to go save Carmelo if he couldn't swim? No. LeBron knows what he's capable of doing. He knows he can swim. That's why he jumped in the water to go get Carmelo Anthony. If he couldn't swim, he wouldn't have jumped in that water. I bet you nobody else in that boat jumped in that water. You know why? Because nobody else in that boat could swim. And you know how I know that? Because a lot of black people on the boat. <laughs> so salute to right, LeBron here James. I on the show
4: two-thirds of people can't swim on The Breakfast Club. I know how to swim. That's right. <laughs> All right. Now, speaking of LeBron, a judge has says that NBA 2K can go ahead and use LeBron's tattoos on the game. Actually, this tattoo company that had done LeBron's tattoo designs tried to sue in solid oak sketches. They tried to sue the games maker Take-Two Interactive, saying that their copyright was infringed because players were shown with their tattoos that they actually made. And those tattoos are distinctive. And the company holds licenses for their tattoos. I never heard of such a thing because, you know, on 2K, they try to make the players as realistic as possible. Possible. So if you have a tattoo, that tattoo shows up in the game. Does that mean that whoever actually made the tattoo should get paid?
5: Yeah, you remember depends that what was you the whole
0: with Mike Tyson? Remember that Mike Tyson wanted to do the movie, but they said that he had to tattoo his face in the movie. They had to to, to either pay the guy or, or block it out or put makeup on it to get it out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, they lost this lawsuit. Who lost it, NBA?
4: No, um, the tattoo company. They actually lost oh, the, the you, lawsuit. Yeah, because they're saying that that wasn't really a large part of the game. That tattoos are only uh, make up for less than point oh 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 two percent of the data that people well, don't care about.
2: Well, let me get 0.002% of whatever the profits are this goddamn game then. There you go.
4: Also, I feel like if a person has a tattoo, then that's also like saying, well, can he play on TV with his tattoo showing? You know, you don't get paid for that, right? Well, they
2: right? make them cover... I thought they made them cover them up. Didn't they at one point? Or do they still? I don't remember. I thought no, they made they them cover them up too. at one point. I know, at, I know at one point they definitely made NBA players cover up their tattoos. Not anymore. Okay.
4: It's too many. <laughs> too many tattoos. I haven't
2: seen the, I haven't seen the NBA in much.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Hit Boy and Boy <laughs> Wonder have previewed unreleased music from Drake, Roddy Rich, Big Sean, and Nipsey Hussle. Now Boy Wonder played an unreleased Drake and Roddy Rich snippet.
0: I don't no use of hell.
2: Still in the cut, the boy in the cut. What? Hop in the whip with a... Stop playing with me, bro! Play up at the top of the law. Who that?
0: You gotta stay up, and it'll knock me out. Put up a smooth we
6: crossed, for
4: real. The new all right, and then Hit Boy went ahead and previewed some music from Detroit 2, which is Big Sean's album, and here's a song with Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle.
6: Rap, I'm a, on me a in the Got the Got
5: officer, we keep boy, y'all
3: fly, boy, y'all a lot of
2: yeah, salute to Big Sean. Big Sean actually played me that record. Um, I think it was late last year, maybe early this year. I don't remember, but I, I don't like when they play new records in the battles. It's cool, you know what I'm saying? But I like when 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 you battling, I want to hear your hits, man. I want to hear your hits. I want to hear them them fire album cuts that 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 that, that, that bump that slap. I don't want to hear new records when y'all battling.
4: Well, they actually did that also. You know, play the hits. But then I watched they it. I watched Some new music. I, I, I watched mm-hmm. the whole
2: thing. I didn't like that. I didn't like it they, they, when they do that in the middle of the battle like, "Yo, here's some new music." It's like, "Eh, it's yeah, cool," but it kind of takes days. away it. Yeah, because cuz you know what? Cuz at that point, it's not about <laughs> them as producers anymore. It's about, "Oh shoot, he got a new Drake and Roddy Ricch." "Oh shoot, he got a Nipsey he, he got a Nipsey and Big Sean." It's not about them.
4: Right. And then people were all talking about what Big Sean said on that rap about him reaching out to Kendrick. It wasn't even a real issue there to begin with. Lack of communication and wrong information from people filled by the ego. So that was Big Sean telling that story that he's told about how he uh, allegedly had issues with Kendrick, but really didn't. They just weren't communicating with each other.
6: Right. was even issue with.
4: Lack of communication and wrong information from people egos like friends with diesel. See how things can just be solved by a simple conversation. All right, an NBA player Christian Wood, he was upset that his positive coronavirus test leaked. He was one of the first NBA players to test positive for the coronavirus. Detroit Pistons forward has since recovered from the virus, but his coach told ESPN that Christian was upset. His name leaked to the media shortly after the team announced that an unidentified player had tested positive. You know, three players from the Brooklyn Nets tested positive. We know one of them is Kevin Durant because he's come forward, but we don't even know who the other two players are. So, I think you know, they for should. I've been thinking about Ke- I want to keep it
2: private. I actually been thinking about Kevin Durant all weekend because my hair looks like Kevin Durant's right now. Cause you know, I've, I haven't had a haircut in weeks and like, it's just like my hair is, I haven't brushed it in forever. So it just grows nappy. I mean, it's just well, natural because I'm black, but mine looks just like Kevin Durant right now. Mine is in a ponytail right now. Yeah. Oh, you're letting right. that Latino fly, finally. <laughs> you, you, you be the proud Dominican that you are, Envy. <laughs> I'm tired of you hiding that. That's right. You
0: let that ponytail fly.
4: All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
0: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, four after the hour, I need a pastor named Rodney
2: Howard Brown to come to the front of the congregation. We really need to discuss why Faith Without Works is dead.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man.
2: The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey.
9: A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo.
2: The Breakfast Club, bitchy. Donkey of the Day. With Shalimain the guy, I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. The donkey of the day for Monday, March 30th goes to Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, who presides over the River Church in Tampa, Florida. Now, at a time like this, when there is a global pandemic, okay, you have to let go and let God. I am a person who chooses to submit his will to my creator. So I take the so-called good with the so-called bad. It's all part of one long experience called life to me. And throughout that journey, I'm I'm just walking in faith and I pray to do my best. That's all I ask God when I pray is to guide my steps, guide my tongue and carry me through extremely difficult times. Okay, growing up in my grandmother's house in Monks Corner, South Carolina, drop on the clues bombs from Monks Corner. Um, She had the footprint story. We've all seen that, right? I'm sure y'all familiar with that. If not, Google it. Okay, Google Footprints. It should come right up. In that story, a man has a dream. And in that dream, he was walking along the beach with God and across the sky scenes from his life flashed. And for each scene, he noticed two set of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him, the other to God. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. And he noticed that many times along the path, especially during the most difficult times, it was one set of p- footprints. So he asked God, why during the most troublesome times of my life, there's only one set of footprints? Why would I needed you the most? Would you leave me? And the Lord whispered. His reply and said, During your worst times, during your times of trial and testing, when you see one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Drop one of Clues bombs for God. He ain't out here playing no games. Hoshine. Oh, okay. I'm saying all that to say, uh, I totally understand why people's faith is strong and why you would lean into God at a time like this. Okay. It makes perfect sense. But what I don't like is pastors like Rodney Howard Brown taking advantage of his flock's faith. See, when you're a pastor ordained by God, you are a leader, okay? You are a lot of folk spiritual leader, and they will follow you to the ends of the earth, and you shouldn't take advantage of that. But sadly, that's what Rodney Howard Brown did. And oh, just a reminder, what does your Uncle Charlotte always tell you? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and River Church is indeed in Florida. Well, this past weekend, Rodney Howard Brown's church was packed. (laughs) To hell with social distancing. Give me six feet in my ass. If you go look at the video online, they have a full house and Pastor Rodney Brown, who claims he will cure coronavirus the same way he cured zika according to tmz rodney has vowed he will never close his church despite every doctor health expert, scientist all saying social distancing is the way social distancing is the only thing that will prevent disease from spreading even more i can't make any of this up let's listen
3: to what pastor rodney brown had to say the lord has helped us to secure our congregation uh, we have we brought in 13 machines that basically kill every virus in the place, and uh, if somebody walks in the door it's like it kills everything on them if they sneeze it, it shoots it down like at hundred miles an hour it'll it'll neutralize it in split seconds so um, we have the most sterile building in <laughs> in i don 't know all of america my
2: brothers uh, my sisters. Faith without works is dead. That's James 2.26, I believe. Now, I'm no pastor. Uh, I'm no man of the cloth. I don't know, you know, too much about the word in that way. I could be taking this out of context, but I always took that to mean you have to be obedient to God. All right, those who believe in God, who have faith, okay, choose to obey his commands and and they willingly forsake their formal sinful ways. When I apply that to life, right, I can have all the faith in God in the world, but I still have to do what God wants me to do. I have to show and prove my faith through actions and deeds, okay, that work. So in the case of the coronavirus, I have to work towards preventing myself from getting it, right? I can have all the faith in G.O.D. I can believe in G.O.D. wholeheartedly, but I still have to follow CDC guidelines. I don't care how much you pray. I don't care how much faith you have. Don't be stupid. You can't pray to God to protect you, but then put a loaded gun to your head and blow your brains out and expect to live, okay? you pray to god to protect you but then take a screwdriver and put it in an outlet and expect not to get shocked no that's not how it works you can't you can't pray to god to protect you but then go raw dog and shoot a woman's club up and then pray to god that she don't get pregnant or pray to god that you don't get a, get an std it's like no you put yourself in that situation don't ask god to get you out Okay, oh, God, don't ask God to protect you when you could have put the work in to protect yourself. Okay, so to be in this church and have all these people in this church and telling them God will make a way, God will protect you, that's just wrong. Stop using God to line your pockets at a time like this. Okay, please give Rodney Howard Brown the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons.
3: Oh, now you are the donkey donkey. of the day.
2: And listen, for everybody out there, all the true believers who have faith in a higher power, I do want to give y'all a few words to uplift y'all. This is some bars from the number one bar giver, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. For anybody out there who feels like uh, they may not survive this current crisis. You will survive even if the odds are against you. You will survive. You don't have to lie, cheat, or steal to survive if you go according
1: to the way god directs you you will win but if you become afraid the fear restricts you
0: amen minister amen all right charlemagne well thank you for that donkey today yes indeed now, earlier we were talking about a nurse that quit from Georgia. And when we come back, uh, she's. Melissa on the Thomas phone line. Scott
4: is her name. Yes.
0: Yeah. And we're going to hear from her. She's on the phone line. So we're going to talk to her when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
2: Back, 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 You're checking out the world's most dangerous morning show.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, we have a young lady on the line. We spoke about her earlier this morning. She was the nurse that quit her job, and her name is yes,
4: Melissa, Melissa. Good morning, Thomas. Melissa. At- good morning, Melissa. Yes. How are you feeling
0: this hey. morning? Um, Peace, Queen. How are you?
10: I'm good. My cousin that lives in New York called me, and she said, they're talking about you on the radio up here. I was like, what?
0: That's Shaniqua. Shout they- to Shaniqua. That's
10: only my cousin Shaniqua, yes. Um, that's only a small part of the story, what everybody's saying. There's so much more behind what forced me to make that decision. I mean, I didn't want to leave my job. That's Now, wait,
4: Melissa, before you get into it, just for backstory in case people didn't hear, you quit your job on Instagram Live. You're a nurse. Okay, so for starters, um, when the coronavirus outbreak, you know,
10: came to our area, I've already taken care of coronavirus patients. I've already been assigned one of those patients, okay? After that patient, it was a patient that was being tested for coronavirus, for starters. My concern, I even brought my concern up to the charge nurses, my team leaders. I'm like, hey, here's a p- part of the story that people don't know. My husband is in another state. He's not even here. Like, if I have to self-quarantine, who's going to watch my children? It's not the fact, oh, because I have children. it's Who's going to watch them if I have to be self-quarantined? That's the thing. After I took care of this initial patient, I felt sick the following weekend. Like, I was coming down with a cold, and all I can think about is, was this patient positive? So when I went back to work, I asked my team leader, I said, how do we know or will we be notified if our patients come back positive? Oh, yours was positive. Your manager, the manager, I don't want to say her name, the manager should have sent you an email. Wow. I said, she didn't. I pulled it up then. We'd double checked, no email. Everybody else that had contact with this patient, they're like, oh, she called us. She emailed us. I felt some type of way about that. I said, why didn't she contact me? Because, you know, I should know. So then my team mm-hmm. leader said, well, it's probably because you had the proper PPE on at the time of care. I did not feel comfortable with that because there have been reports wow. that still contracting the virus right. even with the proper PPE. So I, you know, followed up with um, people I know in upper management. I even called employee health. Both said whether or not you had PPE on at the time of care, your manager is supposed to notify you. And I was never notified. Oh, I even approached the manager. She was very nasty whenever I asked her about it. And, you know, I didn't get the answer I needed. In an email I sent her, she told me that the only people that were being notified were those that had direct contact with the patient prior to being put on enhanced precaution. I didn't feel comfortable with that. So I waited to see if somebody else might have had a similar situation, like one of my coworkers. Mm -hmm. And it did come. One of my coworkers, same situation as mine, um, on enhanced precautions at the time of care, her patient ended up positive. She was contacted by our manager, and so I, I sent her another email asking her again why was I not notified of my patient's positive status. And then that's when she said, "Call me." No, you're trying to say something in a phone call that you can't say in an email. That's what it is. You're trying. She to don't say, want to keep that
2: paper trail. What?
10: Thank you. And that's what I was trying to do, a paper trail on her, because she knows she messed up. She knows that she messed up. And so, um, you know, I think that this was retaliation against me because I was on her ass about not notifying me. Okay, and let me just make it clear. Not one time did I bash my hospital. When I made that video, I wasn't thinking, oh, you still have your freaking badge on there was so much that occurred before that video was made that pushed me to that point. So prior to that, all weekend long, my family, my husband, they're all saying, Melissa, we don't think it's safe for you to go in there because my hospital has one of the highest cases in the state of Georgia. My coworker, she even called me on the way to work. She said, I'm about to call and see where they have me scheduled tonight because if they had me going to the Corona floor, I'm calling out because they're not making the travel nurses Work these floors, or float to these floors. They're getting paid the hazard pay. We're not getting paid anything. We're not getting paid anything extra for this. Okay, and it's not about the pay, but you're paying these other people five thousand dollars. Why are you? Why is this nurse? I don't know if the other floors are doing it. Why is she not sending the travelers, but you're sending your regular staff, and we're not even getting paid extra for it? So, I so of course, her, the
2: nurses I, don't. I he- health healthcare
0: professionals don't get hazard pay.
10: Not in my area, they don't.
0: Well, Mm. well, Melissa,
10: you hold on one one second,
0: Melissa. Hold on one second. We're talking to Melissa Thomas Scott. She's the nurse that we were talking about earlier that quit her job because of the conditions. And when we come back, we're going to talk to her some more. She's on the front lines. She's fighting. She's helping. So we're going to talk to her when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're on the phone line right now with Melissa Thomas-Scott. She's the nurse that we were talking about earlier that quit her job because of the conditions and what's going on with her hospital. She put the video, you've probably seen it, on all the social media platforms. And Melissa is on the line right now. Now, Charlamagne, you just asked about hazard pay.
5: Yeah,
2: asked after nurses uh, get hazard pay, she said, you know, not in her
0: area.
4: Not at her job. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't get it. <laughs> So, Melissa, so what, do hope, what, do you, what, what do you hope? What do you What do you hope to gain
2: from all of this, Melissa? Like, what, what do you? What do you? What, what, what are you hoping to get out of all of this?
10: Trying to gain anything? I didn't even think it was going to spread like this.
4: Right? Organically went viral. To
10: go. that manager needs. To go. Mm-hmm. You what? I'm not the only one that quit that day. Mm-hmm. On my floor oh. because of her. Yes. There, okay. Like I said, there's so much more to this story, y'all. When I gave her a chance, everybody knows. Details. They will know I made the right choice. This was purposely done because she knew that I was on her ass about not notifying me about my patient's positive status. That was wrong.
4: That was Melissa. Yeah, would you go work did. at another? Would you go work at another hospital right now?
10: Um, if they place me in the right areas, of course. I don't want to be subjected. I was already informed by my charge nurses that I work with. They said they told the manager of my status, my um, prior medical history. Mm-hmm. and they, she assured me, she was like, you don't have to worry about being assigned to those patients. You never should have been assigned to that first patient. Right? They assured me. And so if right. I don't have to go to this other patient, why are you going to send me to a whole freaking unit of those patients? Even the nurse that gave me that first patient, she came to me and she said, oh, my gosh, Melissa, you should have told me you're a breast cancer survivor. I never would have sent you to that patient. And she's the same one. That was there the day I quit. This was purposely done, and nobody can tell me otherwise. Nobody.
2: Yeah, I mean, the only, way, the only way America can get the best out of their healthcare professionals is to treat them with care. If you all aren't feeling like y'all are being cared for, how are y'all going to care for other people?
10: Can I, I need to also add this. Last week, or the week before last, they've been floating an older nurse with a breast cancer history around trying to keep her in safer areas because she usually works in the ICU. She had been working on my floor for a couple of nights. They sent her to the Corona floor. The, that nurse manager called my manager and, you know, trying to get her back on my floor. My manager refused. That manager told her from what I'm being told, we must not only look out for our patients, but we have to protect our staff as well. That's this true. manager refused. It's a, it's
4: a, it's a pattern with this person. So right. okay, like I said, so it was something personal. So this was not something that's going on everywhere. This is just something that you feel like this manager made some poor decisions and had a personal issue.
10: Exactly.
0: Now, do and you guys have the PPE? I, do you guys have the necessary the, the PPE, that PPE that you guys need?
10: There's a nationwide shortage, so we are having to reuse the same gown and same mask the entire shift. Prior to this outbreak, we didn't. That was not the standard. And I don't feel comfortable with that, and neither do, like, a whole lot of people. That's unsafe. I'm sorry. Right.
5: But
2: I agree. At all. I think Maybe I think this awesome is an indictment man. of America's healthcare industry more so than it is an indictment of you. Well, Melissa, we, well, appreciate Melissa, we here do here appreciate
4: you, yes, for letting us know the real behind I mean, the scenes y'all. of what was uh, going on. I thank y'all for letting me share my side.
2: Oh. Oh Melissa, can I ask you one more question? Do you think it's possible that, being that this is a new situation that you know nobody has ever dealt with before, maybe your manager just didn't know what the proper protocol was?
10: She knew. She knew.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
10: I know okay, well, she knew.
0: Well, thank you, Melissa, for so much for checking in and, and and shout to your family, Shaniqua, for for hitting us immediately. Thank you. Yeah. Thank salute you. to all the healthcare professionals. And I'm just going to assume Shaniqua's black. Yeah, I don't know black. why I thought she's that. Like, no, she's black now, she's black. And PPE for people that's asking is personal protective equipment. That's what they call it. when they say PPE, that's what that means.
2: Yeah, hit us up at um at Breakfast Club AM on Instagram or our our Twitter. And you know, just tell us what you think about what Melissa had to say. I would love to hear from healthcare professionals. What do y'all think now after hearing what Melissa had to say? Yeah, hit us
0: up on social media now. We got rumors on the way ye.
4: Yes, we are going to be talking about Offset. Now he has responded to some negativity regarding his wife, his family. We'll tell you what he had to say and why he felt the need to clarify some things.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, the Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee.
4: So listen up. No, no, no. Yes, Knicks owner James Dolan has tested positive for coronavirus, and they did announce that he is in good condition and still in charge of his teams, according to a press release that was set out. The Madison Square Garden Company executive chairman and chief executive officer James, Jim Dolan has tested positive for coronavirus. He has been in self-isolation and is ex- experiencing little to no symptoms. He continues to oversee business operations.
2: Yeah, by the way, New York Knicks fans, uh, that's not going to make the Knicks better. Uh, This is not karma for what he did to Spike Lee. This is not karma for what he did to Charles Oakley. This is not karma for the Knicks sucking, okay? It's just coronavirus. It's happening circumstance. I've seen people
0: cheering now. Come on now. Like, I I understand. People are crazy.
4: We're not wishing that on anyone,
2: guys.
0: You know, to be a part of the Knicks organization, but we don't wish that on anybody.
2: I don't understand why it's karma for James Dolan, but for everybody else, it's just... A tragic situation that they called it. But for James Dolan, it's karma. Get out of here. Knock it off.
4: All right, now Essence Fest. For a lot of people who were looking forward to Essence Fest, they hadn't changed the dates from July 1st to July 5th but now they have officially announced that they are going to move it and they said that's going to be closer to the fall. So it still will have the same headliners Bruno Mars, Janet Jackson, same lineup and they said based on those developments over the past couple of weeks and updates from our city and health partners they did announce they are going to move that Essence Festival closer to the fall and so if you have tickets, those tickets will be good for the later date that they choose.
2: Now we have to move Essence Fest as far away from coronavirus as possible because you know coronavirus is, it, it, it damages the elderly
0: in a in a different way. Okay? So we have to yeah, move Essence Fest far away from coronavirus. Essence, yeah, Essence is, is if, you, if you've been in the last couple of years, it's definitely skewing a lot younger than a lot it lot has. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just wonder so how they 50? can do the hotels. It's nah, 40, 40 and
2: 50 got, now. And especially nah, even after the movie Girls Trip, it made a lot 45. of people
4: want to go out there and celebrate. And it is it's a great a uh, celebration of culture, of our people, great uh, performances. And then it's also the convention center where a lot of businesses, a lot of uh, black owned businesses, actually go there and are able to market their products. So it is an amazing event. All right. Now, Sierra and Russell Wilson were on live with Lala Anthony. And one of the things that they did was talk about the prayer that Russell Wilson had that actually brought him together with Sierra. And Sierra actually started tearing up when Russell Wilson spoke on it.
2: I ended up writing down my five non-negotiables. The first one is I wanted a woman of of faith. The second thing is I wanted a woman who was faithful. The third thing I wanted is ultimately I wanted an independent woman. The Mm -hmm. the fourth thing was I wanted a woman who was going to love me. The way that my mom loved my dad when he was on his deathbed, and the fifth thing was ultimately I wanted a woman who was gonna tilt the room, right? When you walk in the room, you know, she walk if she walks in the room, she the whole furniture just slides to her. What well, we
7: were? Are
4: you crying? <laughs> yes, I am. Sorry. <laughs> well, isn't that the sweetest thing? Sure. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were asking, like, what is that prayer? Because Sierra had her own prayer. Russell Wilson had his prayer. And now they have an amazing family. And they've been doing a lot, too, for people during coronavirus as well. So, you know, shout out to Sierra and Russell Wilson.
2: I like the bar Russell Wilson gave. uh, Because, you know, I watched that because I love Lala. And and Russell Wilson um, said, like, people are always asking her what she prayed for. Nobody ever asked me what I prayed for. And that's real. He was looking for a good woman, just like she was looking for a good man. And they found each other.
4: All right. Now, over the weekend, people were saying that Offset was caught cheating. Now, I have to say he was not caught cheating. But what happened was he was playing video games and that was streaming. And then Cardi walked into the room. She was uh, speaking to him and she was about to walk in the room and he picked up his phone and put it in his pocket. So people took it upon themselves to say, oh, he's cheating. Once a dog, always a dog, all these things on social media. And it got so bad as a story that Offset actually responded to these allegations. Here's what he said.
0: I know y'all, 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 y'all making something out of nothing, out of that uh that that stream. When I was playing the game, my girl came in the room, and I grabbed the phone or whatever the hell y'all saying. I did. I grabbed the phone. And I put it up. I put it back. With Come on with the, We got so much negative energy already in the our sickness. Everything positive. We got investments, big moves coming. Y'all just. Making
3: some out of none, that ain't about none.
2: Ease up on my family, man. I wish Offset would stop responding to these cheating rumors. It's like every year there's an Offset cheated on Cardi B rumor. If they, it's, it's like that's the couple that they want to see not work the most. Cardi B and Offset. I don't Offset. think putting, so putting in your phone in your pocket means you're cheating. That's just
4: no, ridiculous.
2: Not at all. Not at all. No. Literally, literally every single year it's an Offset so called cheated rumor. I, I want Offset to stop responding to those. You know they just want to see y'all fail, so why stop? Stop feeding the trolls, Offset. Yeah, he might. Just and feel speaking like of Cardi B, she wants to
4: start a, she wants to start a GoFundMe campaign for Joe Exotic from Tiger King. Have you guys seen the Netflix docu series yet?
0: I haven't seen it yet. No.
4: <sighs> That's No, I have haven't seen watch. it yet.
2: But I can honestly say Cardi no. Not. By the way, she probably was playing.
4: There's a lot of people who are saying Free Joe Exotic right now She posted on Twitter What you think about Tiger King I'm on the second episode And I'm a little lost Because I started a- effing But she said Who you think uh burn Joe's studio So you kind of have to watch it To even yeah, know what's going on week.
0: I ain't got nothing else to Not at like so. a, a time like this
4: I'm not raising money for Joe At a time like this and she thinks that he should be free. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people are going to be um, contributing no. to that campaign right now. But I not, will say right this now. documentary did open up a lot of questions um, for people. Even the documentary filmmakers, I was reading about them. They had no idea that all this would happen from this documentary they were doing. They were just trying to do a documentary on people who own these exotic animals mm-hmm. and these tigers. And it turned into something a lot bigger than that.
2: I'm going to watch it now. Yeah, and, 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 but you know what? I saw people saying, oh, he lost his reality show because of this. Uh, this show on Netflix is bigger than any reality show. It was the number one freaking show on Netflix all weekend. Joe Exotic still won. But did he get paid? Well,
4: it, with though? the reality show, he had this guy uh, that was there filming him all that time thinking he was going to have a show. And then somebody burned down the studio. A lot of people think that Joe Exotic burned down, his had it burnt down himself while us. he was out of town. But you got to watch, watch it to you. see.
0: Yeah, don't, uh, isn't he in prison? I mean,
4: it's, a, it's yeah, he's in prison right now. You know, you got to mm. see uh, exactly what happens. It's a documentary. There's a lot of information out there. So even, you know, it's not a to secret yeah, I'm gonna story. Watch it
0: this week. Yeah, I'm going to watch it this week. I ain't got nothing else to do. So I'm going to watch it this week.
4: But there was a lot of footage on him and all that footage is now gone. So that's one of the questions that Cardi B asked on Twitter. Do you think that uh, Joe burned down his own studio? But yeah, guys, please catch up on Tiger King. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee and that I is mean, your Rumor Report. <laughs>
2: How do we know Netflix didn't burn down the studio because they didn't want to have no footage but theirs? This
4: happened huh? way before. That? This happened way before this whole Netflix documentary even came about.
0: All right, you believe that if you want to. All right. Well, I'm gonna check that out. in, oh, oh what is it? Ozark. I'm I'm watching. I'm done with the first season of Ozark. It's pretty good, man. If, if this it's on three seasons. The first season was good. Second season looks like it's starting off good. So, I'm watching my little TV now. All right. Well, everybody okay. else, let's get to the People's Choice mix. At DJ Envy for your request. I think I'm going to go live today at noon. I haven't figured it out yet, but I, I think so. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, it's Women's History Month. We're repping today, Yee.
4: Today, we're representing for Dr. Eliza Anna Greer. She went to the Women's Medical College of Pennsylvania. Now, even though she had very little money, she was able to work in between periods of uh, studying to support herself. So she would do one year on, one year off going to school. And during that time, she supplemented her income with teaching jobs. She then opened her practice and moved to Albany, Georgia. Here is the Changing the Face of Medicine exhibition on Dr. Eliza Anna Greer. Who
2: won the World It's Women's History Month, and we're celebrating the most influential women in history. Check out this phenomenal woman.
8: After emancipation, Eliza Greyer decided to become a teacher, studying for seven years at Fisk University in Nashville, Tennessee. But she aspired to a career as a physician, believing she could be of most benefit to others and earn a fair wage if she had a medical education. When I saw colored women doing all the work in cases of accouchement or childbirth and all the fee going to some white doctor who merely looked on, I asked myself, why should I not get the fee myself? So, in December of 1890, Eliza Greyer wrote to the Women's Medical College of Pennsylvania. She asked the dean if there was any possible way for an emancipated slave to receive any help into so lofty a profession. She was admitted, But to pay the tuition, Eliza Grier alternated each year of study with a year of picking cotton. Despite these hardships, she did not lose sight of her goal. After seven years of work and study, she graduated in 1897. Later that year, Dr. Eliza Ann Grier became the first African-American woman licensed to practice medicine in the state of Georgia.
2: And that was another phenomenal woman in history.
4: Yes. So shout out to Dr. Eliza Anna Greer. It is Women's History Month. She was born a slave and went on to become the first African-American woman licensed to practice medicine in the state of Georgia. So we salute her.
0: All right. When we come back, we got the positive note and more. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: It's DJ NV
0: Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Did y'all see Drake uh, post a picture of his uh, baby and his uh, mama?
4: Uh, yes, we did
5: yeah i did i don't understand why
2: people i don't understand why people come for people's children like i don't understand how you could have an opinion on somebody's child like i don't care if the person is a celebrity or not huh who
0: came for you haven't read
2: none of the you Uh, haven't read none of the comments huh
0: nah i didn't
2: yeah you might need to click on twitter you can either click on his name because his name is like the number two trending topic and then it's drake's it's like the number one trending topic because there's a bunch of people saying drake's son X, Y, and Z. I just don't understand how people can have a, a, a full opinion about somebody's child. Like yeah, it's I
4: think that's kid. disgusting. Yeah, yeah, that is like disgusting.
2: You like, should, you should see that and just keep it moving. Like, it shouldn't even be a conversation. Like, there should be nothing to discuss. Like, I see people having discussions like, oh, he won't be able to say the N-word when he gets
0: older. Like, who, what What's what be on y'all mind? Is this, is this what we're thinking about when you see a little kid now? Is that what it is? That's crazy. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's foolish. I think
4: his son is so cute. I think
0: and then, you know, he posted cute. a and picture his with his
4: his like child's mother, people. too, and people were talking about her. Like, that's why people don't be wanting to post pictures.
2: Yeah, well, shout That's why, why Drake, people man. keep their, that's why you should always keep your family out of, the, out of the light. Like, I just wouldn't give people that energy. I don't knock nobody who does it, but when you do it, you can see why he was hiding his son from the world, not his world from the sun, whatever the hell he said. Well he
4: posted Everything comes down To intention And even though There are conflicting Energies circling around us You must know It will rebuild But in order for that To happen You have to do Exactly that Trust You have the biggest heart And that is your Greatest gift It's impossible To always control Your surroundings But when you shift The focus to how You want to feel Everything will conspire To assist you I love and miss My beautiful family And friends And I can't wait For the joyful day When we are all Able to reunite
0: There you go That's why you have The comments uh, On uh, (laughs) limiting Cause right now the comments are unlimited, so that's why I'm sure he put the comments on. Oh, he, he has them. Lim- okay,
2: yeah, I would do that too. But even still, you still are subjecting your 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 uh, no, not really. His son don't know what's going on. I was about to say you're subjecting your son to that energy, but no, his son has no idea what's going on. I just think that's yeah. I just think that's whack of people to be commenting on other people's children.
4: And you know what else, too? He probably wanted to put the picture out before someone else tried to make money putting them out themselves because sometimes that happens, too. Like, you know, something's coming, so you're like, you know what? Let me intercept this and put out these pictures first.
2: Yeah. Those look All like right. personal portraits, though. Those look like the little personality know, it portraits been like you took somebody in else
4: trying to, It could be somebody trying to put out a picture. You know, people try to get paid, like, oh, first pictures of Drake's son. Somebody could have got it maybe. from somewhere, so maybe he wanted to get ahead of that. Who knows?
0: All right. Well, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, man. Um, I know a lot of people
2: are at home and you're saying you can't wait to get back out there and get to work. Well, listen, don't wait until the country opens back up officially. Okay. start now because you'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. So even though we all are a little bit out of whack right now, try to get some structure. Try to get a daily routine going that you can keep going once this country opens back up. All right. Okay.
4: All right, I'm going to do my hair today.
3: There you go. Breakfast Club, bitches. You all finished or you all done?